Welcome to We Are Dying Podcast. The one-stop shop for all things hair, beauty, fashion, and spilling a little bit of tea. I'm Bo. And I'm Cameron. We're hairstylists in the industry who will be sharing our secrets, tips, and tricks into the beautiful and sometimes chaotic world of hair. We'll be your best friend, therapist, and hairy godparents, making sure that you stay slayed no matter the season. So grab a cocktail, take a seat, and get ready to be blown away. Because we are dying. Welcome, Welcome back, back to We Are Dying. I'm Cameron. I'm Bo. And we're back for another episode, we're baby. We're back again, baby. So exciting. Thank you so much. Well, you know, maybe, I think we're up to maybe about 20 listeners now, which is like amazing. No, do not cut us short. We are actually up to a couple hundred listeners, which is major for Thank us. Thank you I guys feel like. so much. Yes. We the, appreciate you. The feedback's been insane. This week, I literally got a text message from somebody who I met over that wedding weekend that I did and they live in Florida and they were like, Hey, screenshot it and said, I'm waiting for the new episode to come out. It's Monday. Live. And I was like, thank you. I um, love it. <laughs> it'll be out tomorrow because I'm running behind. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening. We're so excited to be doing this. Let's get into it. This weekend is mm-hmm. all about do blondes have more fun. Yes. This episode is focusing on blondes, which is Something we do a lot of in this salon. Absolutely. Um, and we're surrounded by with living in California. So do blondes have more fun? That is the question. We've been doing blondes since the beginning of time. Yes. Every hairdresser has to know their blondes. But well, before we every get good that, hairdresser knows their blondes. Exactly. I was talking about the people, but you're right. The actual blonding, every good hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into that, should we introduce her drink? Yeah, absolutely. What is the drink of the episode? Well, if you guys tuned in to We Are Dying Cocktail Edition... On our Instagram, at, at We Are Dying. At, at We Are Dying podcast. At, <laughs> at, at. Anyways, we're having this delicious cosmopolitan mm-hmm. martini. It is absolutely dangerous. It's dangerous, but it is so tasty. I don't think I've had a Cosmo... I've had one other in my life, and this tastes a thousand times better. I Fun fact, I used to be absolutely obsessed with Cosmos. I even... Had Eric shake me one at the altar after we said I do, yes. and I walked down the aisle with one. I love it. That's he so walked iconic. down with, with a standard martini with an olive, with a whisper. A whisper yeah. of olive juice. <laughs> well, anyways, cheers, cheers to another week. Hey, in your famous words, let's get into it. I just spilled on myself, so <laughs> that's a great way to start the episode. Not I'm even dead. drunk yet. Well, let's do a week overview. How was your week, Bo? Tell me about it. The week was great. Honestly, I am so energized that spring is finally here. Yes. We have some sunshine. All of my blondes are coming back out of the woodwork. They've been rooty. They've been lived in. And now we're ready to be bright and mm-hmm. ready to go for the spring and summer season. That's amazing. So, I mean, yeah, I can I can attest to that because I'm here assisting you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually when I first started working with Bo was around the summertime and then it was when blondes were coming back and I was like, God, this is a lot of work. And then we got into winter and I was like, yeah, wow, your this first is day, <laughs> your first day was a doozy because we had the sisters, the, the sisters. sisters, you know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> and I just threw Cameron right in. They have more hair than Jesus H. Christ himself. Literally, you guys, it's like you could get three heads worth of hair off of each of them. So yep. that's six people. 
And they're blonde. And I was like, Cameron, sink or swim, you better blow them out. You know what? And it was totally fine because it was the best way to learn how to do it. And now I feel like I'm a champ at it. But yeah, this week has been crazy. I, you know, been trying to prioritize my myself when it comes to spreading myself too thin, making too many plans. But, you know, when things arise, like this week, I was offered to go to stagecoach. <laughs> but you're 30 and you jump on opportunities. Yeah, but when you know what? I'm, I'm 30, <laughs> but I've been drinking since I was like 14. And so I, your liver's 64. Exactly. And when so, I'm 64, <laughs> what's that? When I get older, losing my hair. Who oh is Oh my this? God, seriously? Last week it was Fraggle Rock. Now I'm supposed to know. Oh my God. Who's you, 64? When I'm 64, that song, I think it's like the Beatles or something. Back in the day. So now they're probably like 93. Oh my God. <laughs> so I wasn't even around. <laughs> they may not be around either, but listen, after we get done with this, I'm going to play you that okay, song. Okay, perfect. But uh, yeah, so then I got invited to Sage Coach and obviously me being of sound mind and body said, hell yeah, let's go. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, so baby. So we'll be, we'll be talking about that next week. What was, let's get into it with some of our blonde stories. Okay. Yes. Because I can remember the first time. I went blonde. Okay. Well, first of all, let me let me give you a little background here. Tell us. I am one of six. Yes. Most, Big family. Most of my siblings were almost platinum blonde our entire childhood. Oh my God, yes. Or at least sandy blonde. And here's me looking like, which one of these things just doesn't belong here? <laughs> And with, Looking like the mailman's yeah, child. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was the mailman's child. Oh my God. But yeah, I was a brunette. You know, I had some blonde in the front of my hair naturally mm -hmm. in the sun in the summertime. And I loved it. And I felt more like I was a part of my family. Aww. So, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, hit up my aunt who did hair. And I'm like, I, I need to be blonde. I need some blonde highlights. I need Give something to, to happen. And this is back in the day when like, you know, we've already talked about it when you couldn't get a lift on anything when blonde even if you were orange. already a blonde <laughs> yes getting your hair platinum blonde was a nightmare mm -hmm. anyway so i she was doing my hair blonde for forever i get into high school this is when like toning was like starting to become a thing okay at least i feel like but you were still using like some demis and stuff like no, that. no i Not was getting shades? like a full hot like i was getting like a proper highlight with okay. like bleach and whatnot but we had a toner mishap and no. I don't know what the hell happened, but my hair turned like pinkish orange, like salmon. Like after extensions oh, no. hit sunscreen, sunscreen. like kind of yeah. that color. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's had that happen to them, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. Anyways, my freshman year of high school. Oh. Football season just started. Yes, I did play football. <laughs> there is footage. <laughs> and it was good, too. I'm not going to lie. Anyways. Go to football practice. I'm like literally having this like salmon colored hair. I was horrified. Oh God. So I didn't want to take my helmet off the entire practice. Well, one of my coaches got wind that I'd like colored my hair, made me practice the entire practice no. with wow. my helmet off. Wait, that's so abusive. I was so embarrassed. I had this like pinkish salmon colored hair. Salmon. I mean... <laughs> Literally, probably the like the, the color of this cosmopolitan. Oh God! But back then, I didn't drink. Obviously, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wish I was such a, <laughs> I was such a good kid. But anyways, I had to go this whole practice because she was gonna fix it that night after school. So I had to go this whole practice of everyone in the football team making fun of me with this god Some salmon awful hair. toning mishap. Wow. 
that's not a great introduction to becoming blonde. No, it's not. But this is why you go to a professional. I mean, 100%. I went to a professional, no, no tea, no shade. But, you know, sometimes things happen, and especially in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Things have come a long way. I can't think of what my first blonde experience was because at this point, I feel like mentally I'm blonde. Like, even when my hair is darker, I'm still like, I always have some sort of blonde in my hair. I think probably it has to be when, like, caps came out. Like, that would be my first, like, true blonding experience. Besides, what, besides last week when we talked about the upside God down God bless visor. a cap but like the pull through cap mm -hmm. and then you just take that thing off and it just, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it's so bad. You look I like, am like the blonding King. If I do oh say God. so myself and I have colored Cameron's black ass Hawaiian hair. Yes. That shit just does not It doesn't lift. lift. It doesn't lift. Yeah. I mean, you could leave the bleach in for 45 minutes, 40 volume yeah. under the dryer. You're still coming out blonde. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It looked like so when sorry. I pulled the cap off, thankfully, like I left it on extra because I had already gone through my horrid first time trying blonde. It looked like, you know, when you take ramen noodles out of a package, <laughs> but imagine putting the ramen noodle. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, but imagine taking the ramen noodle and putting it on a black plate. Oh, wow. That is what my hair looked like. That's a, that's a really, that's a visual. You're like that's an artist. A, well, I'm just telling you, my black hair <laughs> with these white pieces of ramen noodle. Yeah, it was Shout not out Maruchan. Please sponsor us as well. Love you know it. Maruchan is? Hell no. It's the, it's the noodle brand. It's oh, the, it's, it's like those little top ramen noodles? Yes, exactly. Those are delicious. Yeah. I, I mean, I survived on those in college, See, basically. White people call it top ramen. We call it Maruchan. Listen. <laughs> Let's get into some, let's get into let's some get into real blonding topics real, real here. But first, you know what? Let me start with the queen of blonde, a quote from Miss Dolly Parton herself. Oh my God. Please People always us. ask me how long it takes to do my hair. She says, I don't know. I'm never there. <laughs> I'm not offended by all the dumb blonde jokes because I know I'm not dumb. And I also know that I'm not blonde. <laughs> <laughs> the accent was great. You Thank did good you. on that one. Yes. Shout out, Dolly. We love you. Shout out to Miss Parton herself. You will always <laughs> and forever be my blonde inspiration. Totally. Well, let's start about with the history of blondes, shall we? Let's yeah. take it way back. You get into that, and I'm going to get into this martini. Please do. So, blondes, the first recorded use of the term bleach blonde, it goes back to like the 1920s. Damn. So... In the early 1900s, people used a variety of methods to lighten the hair. This included lemon juice, which we've talked about. Sunning. Yes. <laughs> Chamomile tea. Hydrogen peroxide. Chamomile tea. Chamomile tea. Not just for sleepy Which time. actually feels like it would be something of a good ingredient to be used in some kind of like hair color. Yeah, Because chamomile tea is supposed to be soothing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, hydrogen peroxide. We all know. And even kerosene kerosene which is what you make fires with that is why everyone died mm -hmm. from cancer so people would mix these ingredients with water and apply it to the hair then let it sit in the sun to help the lightning process wow yes thank the baby jesus <laughs> we are Nine not pound eight ounce infant baby jesus that we have come so far from imagine that. how much money we would save if we were still blonding that way oh my we could God. just go to the dollar tree and buy hydrogen peroxide Dang. on the bucket loads no bond builder <laughs> yes. no botanicals no jojoba we have everybody just sitting outside <laughs> go sit outside for three hours come back in we'll wash you later we'll, we'll let you know when to come back <laughs> well needless to say products have come a very very long way totally totally which gets me into our next topic of Bond builders. Oh my God, I love a bond builder. A what? A bond builder. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> stumbling on my word. Say it three times fast. Thank God for bond builders, you guys. Bond builders came out 
not that long ago, mm-hmm. I was first working in a salon in Manhattan Beach when the first time I heard about Bond Builders, which specifically was Brazilian Bond Builder. Shout out to Brazilian Bond Builder because we love you. During that team time team. During that team, I think, <laughs> I, think <laughs> I probably was at least 80% Latina clientele. Mm-hmm. And it was that time where all these people wanted to go platinum, ash, gray yes. blonde. Oh, and there is absolutely no way that I couldn't have done it without a bond builder. It's like, listen, if you're going to get your hair lightened and your stylist isn't using a bond builder, like, are mm. they having sex without a condom with someone mm. that has like an STD? Because Ooh, like, juicy. it's the same thing. Like, juicy. listen, there is no reason. I mean, there's a lot of great lighteners out there that don't need bond builder. Mm-hmm. But if you're using like some cheap bleach or some cheap, cheap lightener, yeah. you absolutely should be 100% using a bond builder. Totally. Especially from Brazilian bond builder. And we love Brazilian bond builder. Let's just give them a little science behind Brazilian Bond. Give me some Bill Nye science, You know, let me go ahead and pull out my papers. (laughs) (laughs) You Um, mean you don't have this part memorized? No. How dare you? The back of the bottle, I don't. All I know is that you need it, and if you don't have it, get a new hairdresser. Let's give the children some science. So, basically, B3 Brazilian Brazilian Bond Builder utilizes a specifically engineered copolymer combined with a high... Purity targeted delivery system. So this scientifically advanced one-step system reattaches the bu- and builds the bonds that make up the cellular membrane complex. Wow, I feel like wow. so smart. Cellular this. membrane complex. Exactly. So helping to prevent the loss of cuticle and cortex cells responsible for supporting the inner structure of hair. So to put it simply, everybody, this breakthrough technology dramatically reduces your breakage it helps to prevent damage during the coloring service or bleaching service and it improves the overall integrity of your hair and it prolongs your color and creates vibrancy between your appointments and if you haven't had a cocktail by now please please have one after that science the fact that i read that out while having a cocktail that was good i'm proud of myself good job what a good wednesday i'm really proud of you if everything else goes to shit today I'm happy just because of that. Okay. Bond Builder. As I was saying about picking a great lightener. Yes. I specifically use Colors by Gina Lightning mm-hmm. Dust. It's Shout out Colors by Gina. Colors by Gina. The best color on the market. Literally, you guys, Colors by Gina has changed my life. We'll do a full episode on it. Yeah. Her totally. product line is amazing. It's multi-use. You can use the colors as demi, semi, permanent. Anyways... Her lightener is amazing. It's Biogen Complex Supercharged with Babob. I can't say that Jojoba. word. Jojoba. No, it says Babob. I can't, I can't say that. Baobab? Anyways, it has jojoba seed oil, sunflower <laughs> seed oil. <laughs> provides intense moisturize, moisturizing benefits. Mm-hmm. Rosemary leaf oil helps guard against irritation, which is great because... Literally, none of my clients feel any irritation when no. I'm doing scalp bleaching, which yeah. is so huge because let's get, let's be honest, like we have all 100% felt the burn from scalp bleaching. Especially people who use crappy lighteners. It's like, you know, like you, when you do a box bleach, 
it burns so bad. I mean, I haven't used a box bleach in like 20 years, but, but yes. that feeling. Oh and yeah, I feel you like want to die. You feel like professional lighteners give yeah. that feeling. You feel like your skin on top of your head is literally going to yes. fall off. Anyways, it has blue pigments that provide cosmetic toning to help eliminate unwanted warmth, which mm -hmm. everybody wants. I didn't know that. I didn't even put two and two together. That That's the blue, why it's blue. Why I didn't know. I can learn from this as well. Dear God. Anyways, <laughs> make sure that you guys are picking a great lightener. If you yes. haven't tried Colors by Gina Lightning Dust, it's absolutely incredible. Totally. It is my absolute mm -hmm. secret weapon to blonding. I love it. Well, speaking of blondes, you know, since this whole episode is about it, let's talk about some of... Let's give a shout out to our iconic blondes. The blondes iconic blondes of. of the world. Of the world. I mean, obviously, we've already talked about the queen, the blonde, Miss mm -hmm. Dolly Parton. Yes. Although we know that her hair is all wigs. Yeah. Fuck Jolene. We love Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Jolene, you could never. Except for my boat. My boat could. Your boat could, yes. Exactly. Uh, How about Miss Butterfly Flow of the Dress, Marilyn Monroe? Marilyn Monroe, God bless, because you know what? Marilyn Monroe was one of those people who used to do her hair with peroxide. Which is wild. Which is a fun fact. So crazy. Love her. What about none other than Madge, the only Madame X, Miss Madonna? Oh, wow. For a second, I was like, who the hell is Madge? Well, she, she went by like Madge or something for like really? a minute. Yeah, like Madge. Madame X, okay. Madonna. Well, yes. yes, Madonna. Also, Madonna, if you're listening and you go on this uh -oh. world tour of your greatest hits and you have red hair, mm -hmm. we're going to be pissed. <laughs> Let's get it back blonde. Let's get the iconic 90s Madonna yes. blonde back. It was her moment. We need it. It's it like when moment. Britney had brown hair. Like sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sick Totally agree. Out. Totally agree. Nobody wants a brown brunette Britney. I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I'm speechless. Yeah. Moving on. Miss Pamela Anderson. God bless you and your blonde hair. You are absolutely a trendsetter, and we love you. You skipped so many. You skipped so many. No, I, no, I actually... Why don't you start with... You know, I'm just going to read them off because Cameron's having a moment. So we're just going to go ahead and just shout them out so we can move this on. No, uh, because you said Madonna, and you're not Madonna. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so you screwed it up first. Well, listen, these Cosmos, you guys, you oh really got to make yourself one. They're oh delicious. Oh my God, they're delicious. They're potent. Okay, let's just name them off. So, Farrah Fawcett, obviously. Yep, Farrah Fawcett, iconic. We love you. Who else? You know what else? We got to stop saying iconic. We say iconic so much. That iconic is such a... We got to think of a new word. word. Please write in and let us know a new word for iconic because I feel mm, like we yes. say it so much. Okay. Gene Harlow, mm, originator yeah. for sure. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Gwen Stefani. Holla back, girl. Holla back, girl. <laughs> yes. Gwen Stefani, we love you. Anyways. Um, yes. Moving on. Moving on. We're moving on from this. So one thing I feel like people have a really hard time explaining when they come into the salon is what type of blonde they wanted to be. Everybody thinks that blonde means bright, light. It's that one level 10 kind of blonde. But what I learned from Bo when coming into working here is that there is a scale from one to 10 when it comes to hair color. Correct. And I would say anything past a, like a seven to a 10 could be considered in the blonde category. Yeah. 
So even a, even a light six, a light six, even. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go through and we're going to talk to you guys about the different types of shades of blonde. And then first of all, if you guys don't know what wow, we're okay, talking, cut me off. I was ready to give some <laughs> real knowledge. No, go first for it. Of all, if you don't know different shades of blonde. So the higher the number is the lighter of the blonde. So 100%. if you're saying a six through 10, six being the darkest blonde, 10 being the lightest pale blonde, mm -hmm. just for you guys that may not know out there, because we are talking a little bit of 100%. salon talk in here. Yes. No, I agree. But so, go uh, ahead. Carry on, as Eric would say. Well, so, Bo, are you breaking up with me because I'm blonde? <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you, Shout Al out Woods. to Al Woods. <laughs> Miss, Miss Reese Witherspoon Miss herself. Reese Witherspoon. Legally Reese Witherspoon. And she's legally blonde. Legally blonde, baby. So, uh, I mean, the bend and snap works every time. <laughs> okay, Bo, what is the first type of blonde we're going to discuss today? Well, I mean, I think this is the most requested blonde, which is platinum blonde. Mm -hmm. This is not for the faint of heart, ladies and gentlemen. It's my favorite blonde. This is something that takes a lot of time, especially if you have previously colored hair. You definitely cannot come in and get platinum blonde in one sitting. Mm -hmm. People may trick you into thinking that you can, but you cannot. 100%. This is very, very light pale blonde, almost transparent, see-through. You could just use a purple shampoo to give it a little bit of tone, or you could tone this at any color range that you want. Totally. And I, another blonde, I think, is what you were actually just talking about, which is an ash blonde. Yes. Ash blonde is like a grayish blonde. It's usually a natural color. A lot of people who are natural blondes have this already, which we like to use and work off of when creating dimension. I'm actually excited that kind of the ash blonde, the gray blonde craze is over. Is over yes. Because I was so tired of doing these like beautiful blondes. Mm -hmm. And then them being like, you know, I wanted like that grayish, ashy color. You know what? This color can work for someone, but not for everyone. Exactly. And the thing with this blonde too is you're going light to get ash, but you're actually kind of making it darker. Yeah. In order to get ash blonde, you have to lift it platinum and mm -hmm. then tone it down to ash. So you're actually making the hair darker, which mm -hmm. is what a lot of people don't understand with purple shampooing, but we'll get into that. Totally. One of my favorite blondes that doesn't get enough credit is Miss Beige Blonde. Mm. This is a nice sandy, beigey blonde, a beachy blonde that has tones of warmth and also has like tones of bright as well. Would this uh, be, I'm going to test myself. Would this be a 9N9V situation? This would be a 9N9V yes, situation. I got it. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Shades EQ from Redken. One of my favorite toning combinations. Yeah. It just gives this really nice beigey blonde that looks natural, and a lot of people can pull that off. It's like a like a like a champagne color mm -hmm. almost, right? Yeah. I mean it's it's got some warmth to it, but it's not ashy. Yeah, totally. A strawberry blonde, which is actually, I think one of the most beautiful blondes when it's a natural person who's strawberry blonde. I love a strawberry blonde. It's like that hint of red, copper, but it still pulls blonde. But when you look at it, I guess, I don't know if you can see it if you're not mm -hmm. really somebody saw, who does hair, yeah. but like it gives off this hint of red. We saw a lot of that trending last year with the, with the coppers mm -hmm. and the reds. And kind of as they fade out, they end up almost being that strawberry blonde color, Very which true. is actually really, really pretty. And you know what? We're here for it. We love it. Moving on. Honey. Just like 
honey. Okay, um, listen, I know the song this time. Don't quit your I day job, bro. Who... No, you did great. Bitch, that was Miss Mariah Carey from last week. Oh my week. God, I'm still focused on glitter. Oh God, I told you nobody <laughs> watched that. Anyways, we love a honey blonde. This is great for a lot of darker skin tones and lighter skin tones. It's really going to bring out the warmth in your face. Mm. It's really, really, really complimentary to anybody that wants to test the waters in blonde. Okay. This is going to be, don't get this twisted with an orange blonde. This is a blonde that is lifted to a level seven, level eight and tone down correctly mm-hmm. with the perfect amount of warmth and the perfect amount of gold. Love that. That was, that made me feel some type of way, that description of it. Yeah. Because well, I that's could what see it is. the beautifulness of it all. It's so pretty. Okay. And then one of my favorite blondes, we're going to wrap this up, is a dirty blonde. I love a dirty martini. I, I don't. I don't love a dirty martini, that but is so I do love a dirty blonde. Interesting. Yeah. We'll get into that later. That explains a lot. Micah, that's why you <laughs> yes. like her. A dirty blonde Listen, and not just the hair color. Pick them how you like them. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But a dirty blonde, that's like, it's a hair color. It's light to medium shade of blonde. It has golden or light brown tones. It's popular hair color choice for those who want to lighten their hair without going too light. And a lot of people, I feel like naturally you know, blondes have a dirty blonde hair color. Like, yeah. That's just a very well, natural. Well, a lot of blonde. natural blondes are were, you know, grew up being platinum blonde or toehead, mm-hmm. as you would call it. Yep. And then eventually puberty happens and things like that. Yes. And the hair gets a little bit darker, but it's still in that blonde state. Totally. This is actually my, like one of my favorite natural hair colors to I work agree. with when going blonde because mm-hmm. when it's mixed in yeah. as a dimensional color with the pops of blonde, it's absolutely beautiful. It looks so natural. Yeah. No, 100%. It's um, so funny you said toehead, though, because I'm not, I can't remember if I told you this, but one time when you were bleaching Micah's hair, my fiance loves to be like platinum, platinum, platinum. And Bo has always tried to stray her away from it. And then all of a sudden, one day was like, we're going to go platinum and we're going to keep doing I it. I had a few cocktails that day. Very true. She, it's That's when we ask Bo questions because he's very able to. No, you guys say yes. ask me questions <laughs> when I have drinks because you know I'll say yes. <laughs> But I called her a toehead. I was like, because I wanted her to go back to doing highlights. And I was like, you look like a toehead. And she was like, what the fuck did you just call me? And I was like, a toehead. And she was like, that's so rude. You didn't know what a toehead is? She didn't know what a toehead was. She thought I was telling her she looked like a toe. What? Yes. And I was like, what do you, anybody who's blonde knows what a toehead is. It means like your whole. I can't, I just, I can't, I got to stop because this, this turtleneck zipped all the way up. Okay, it's just making me not trust anything that you're saying. Oh, if you want to see a little skin, I can zip <laughs> Well, it I don't want to see any skin. That wasn't what I was going for. But you know what? My grandpa always told me never trust someone in a turtleneck. Oh my God. It's Anyways, a mock turtleneck. Get into even it. Even worse, a mock <laughs> turtleneck. You're not even committed. You know what? How does one achieve the perfect blonde? Let's get into that. Okay. Well, let's go. There's different techniques of blonding, which I have learned very much so from Bo. So when you go into your hairdresser and you're asking them for a style of blonde, these are going to help you decide what you're going to tell them. So first is balayage. So balayage is a technique. It is a technique. Not Everyone a style. stop and repeat that to themselves three times. Technique, not a style. Technique, not a style. Technique, not a style. Thank you so much. Learned that from Bo. So basically, it's a freehand technique where the color is painted on the hair to create a graduated, natural-looking effect. This technique will not get you into a 
platinum blonde. It's meant to look like you've been out on vacation and you've been in the sun and your hair has naturally lightened due to that. And that's the effect, right? Correct. I mean, not to say that you can't get platinum blonde from it, but by the time you get to platinum blonde, your hair is going to be so fried because mm -hmm. your hairstylist has gone over and over and over yeah. the same piece of hair that they've been lightening three or four sessions when you can easily throw that into a foil, get that lifted up well, and create that same balayage look. That's something I was going to ask you though. So balayage, I know that you've said you can create the balayage look with doing like highlights and using foils, but is the actual method of balayaging not supposed to be done with a foil? You can do balayage any sort of way that you want. Okay. I mean, you can you you can process it in foil. You can process it in plastic wrap, wrap or whatever it is. Yeah. You can process it in um, you know these biodegradable situations. Or even just leaving it out and air. You can yeah. You, I mean, originally it was meant to be air processed mm -hmm. with like a clay lightener because the clay lightener mm. when you put it on it's a little bit thicker. Thicker. <laughs> Have another drink, Bo. It's a little bit thicker and it okay. actually molds to the strand of hair that you place it on and hardens. Got it. But the inside doesn't harden, so the inside will be processing the whole time. Got it. But I just feel personally where people may, you know what, this may be controversial because mm -hmm. I'm, I have nothing against balayage. I just don't use this specific technique when trying to get someone past a level seven, eight. Totally. 100%. Hombre. God, where has she been? Because... I mean, that I'm, was a while. Like, I'm happy it's not back. Listen, but. I am so happy she's not back. But Ombre, this technique involves lighting the ends while the hair and uh, of the hair and keeping the roots dark. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is this was a great look for people that wanted to have some lightness to the hair, but necessarily didn't want to have any upkeep. Mm -hmm. Same as balayage. You know, this is a very natural rooted looking hairstyle but again a lot of the problem that we were seeing after the ombre trend yeah was a lot of fried ends because people were going over and over and over mm -hmm. the previously lightened hair with bleach again and again and again and a fun fact after the ombre trend died is when we saw the entrance of the lob oh interesting can you imagine everybody... why <laughs> yes because everybody everybody's, that shit off. <laughs> yeah, everybody's hair was fried to a crisp. So enter the lob. And so yeah. that's when everyone started doing that short hair mm -hmm. because they had to get those ends off that were fried to totally. death after years and years and years of going over the same piece of hair. I love it. Love you lob people. And then obviously we have like our normal, everybody knows this, highlights. 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 It's a technique that involves lightening small sections of hair to create more dimensional look. There's different forms of highlights. You know, there's like regular highlights, baby lights, chunky highlights. Are you okay? <coughs> this martini just went down the wrong oh, got tube. You. Okay, I was like, oh, what? What am I saying No, wrong? I'm not dying. But <laughs> but I am dying. He's dying for the drink, but he might be dying because I of the drink. I wasn't dying for going down the wrong tube. <laughs> but I learned that specifically when I started working and doing hair professionally, is that there's different forms of highlights to create different types of looks that you want to achieve. You know, we're not talking, please, nobody ever bring back the chunky highlights. No chunkies, thank 90s. you. But yeah, highlights are pretty much, I would feel like, the universal form of lightning. Well, there's so many different ways to do a highlight now, right? We have teasy lights, we have baby lights, mm -hmm. we have chunky lights. I mean, we have all these different ways of doing it. And really, it's going to depend on your stylist skill. Totally. 
and your stylist placement of the mm -hmm. highlight. And it's going to give you a wide range of different looks and or different, you know, ways to wear it. Totally. 100%. Well, I just talked about baby lights, but let's talk about it. <laughs> this technique involves lightening very fine sections of the hair to create subtle sun-kissed look. Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily also have to be sun-kissed because sun-kissed sun to me is a little caramely. It's a little more golden. Totally. Which is great. Like if you're someone that's super, super low-key and you have like a natural blonde or like a dirty blonde, this is great if you just want to mimic like you've been in the sun, but you don't want to necessarily look like you get your hair done. Totally. Or you don't want to see your hairdresser like every six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. um, this is a really great way to add some brightness to the hair without looking like it's dead. Got you. I have another question for you that people may want to know. As far as guys go when they go in to get highlights, right? So I first got like the best highlights of my life from Bo before I started working with him. Well, obviously. It, I walked in and 30 <laughs> minutes later I walked out with, he lifted my black hair and I worked, I walked out with these amazing highlights. How would you recommend men going into a salon and requesting highlights? It's really going to depend again on what kind of style that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting to be heavily highlighted or if you just want to look like you've been out at the beach or, you know, depending on your hair length. Totally. A lot of it depends on the hair length. So, like, if you have someone that, you know, you're a male with longer hair or a female with longer hair, and you're wanting that sun-kissed kind of look, you know, you use teasy light or a baby light mm -hmm. or balayage, you know, to kind of give them that sun-kissed, been at the beach kind of look. Totally. If you're someone that wants to have more highlighted hair like me or you, mm -hmm. then I would definitely just go in with, like, a really nice chunky highlight because yeah. then you're going to be getting a lot of that dimension yeah and then you can go in and you know root smudge it or leave it as is mm -hmm. and it's going to give you that really bright blonde that either you want or you don't want totally well i just you know hopefully you guys get some little tips and tricks from that because i it is very interesting seeing the difference in highlighting women's long hair and men's short hair correct well highlighting men's short hair is a skill. That is a Let skill. Let me tell you. Yes. What other thing? And you have your methods too. The hair, when you brought out the hairspray, when I first got my hair highlighted, I was like, what is he doing? Why is he wetting my hair before he highlights it? But it was to help create the sections that you needed to have because you had yeah. to pull. One of my favorite tips on short hair, because especially if they have fine hair, mm -hmm. it's super hard to hold and or to place the highlight like properly. Slips, right? It kind of slips. Mm -hmm. So I'll go in and kind of like either texture spray the hair or hairspray the hair. And then that way I have more control over my sections mm -hmm. and the hair actually sticks better in the foil. Mm. And for me, I mean, I don't know, maybe for some people it doesn't, but for me, it doesn't hinder the lift at all. I love it. That's amazing. Okay. Something else that you taught me though for blondes was color melding. So this technique, it involves blending multiple shades of color together to create a seamless transition. And it's funny because there's so many more options that go into it when it comes to, sorry, I was about to like color melting or root smudging. Exactly. It's the same thing. Let's just get into it. No, 100%. But not, let me, let me, they're different. It's not the same thing, but they're the same idea where you're taking, you're taking the foils out, you're washing the hair and you're bringing them back to the bowl to then put depth and a gradual fade and to blend the highlight and lines. to blend the highlight mm -hmm. lines, which for me, I felt like I was like at the magic castle watching a magic trick happen. <laughs> like I was like, this is insane. Like that you can do this because you know, I just thought like a toner was 
something you threw on blonde to make it a color. I didn't know that there were also darker toners that you could use to like help transition a blonde or like you said, people who want like a lived in blonde or mm -hmm. if you're trying to get somebody really bright, but they still want their root, like that changed my life. Well, so. also it's not 1997, nobody needs zebra stripes. <laughs> exactly. So yes. this is the best way, like if you're gonna highlight someone's hair and they're a natural, you know, dark haired person, a level anywhere level three mm -hmm. to a level five, you know, again, for you guys that don't know, that means the hair is dark, very dark. <laughs> On the lower half of the <laughs> spectrum of um, hair. But in order to blend that highlight into the root so that it doesn't look so harsh like your fucking Corella DeVille, yeah. then you want to root smudge them or color melt them. So depending on what they want, if they really like a really, really, really lived in root, mm -hmm. then you'll go ahead and color melt. And what that means is you're going to take, you know, that demi or semi-permanent hair color at least, you know, a half inch to an inch from the scalp after totally. highlighting. If you want to do a little baby root smudge, just so like you don't look necessarily like you just got your hair done and you don't see the highlight lines, you're just going to do a little root tap, which goes in and you just kind of blend yeah. out that little bit of... Tap, smudge, and melt. Tap, a <laughs> tap, 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 a -roo. It just kind of makes it a little more lived in, makes it feel like you're a couple weeks grown out and you're not going to have those you know zebra lines mm -hmm. or anything like that just gives it that seamless blend well i feel like that also helps people who maybe aren't as great at their highlights yet and kind of have you know they lift the hair through but right at the top of the highlight that like orangey yellow mm -hmm. band is still there i feel like it helps them it's so interesting that you said that because like all the hairdressers that grew up in my era mm -hmm. like we prided ourselves mm -hmm. on getting that highlight to yeah. the fucking root. No, 100%. And listen, you were like, you were sought after if you were that person. <laughs> yes. That you could get that foil so close to that fucking root that you were like, you were the king or the queen. No, 100%. And it's so funny how times have changed because now you really, no one really needs that skill. Because people with, rely on the root melt or the root smudge to hide relying the on fact the body. that they couldn't do it without it. Exactly. So I think a lot of hairdressers now are like, actually getting not that it's easier because formulating the root smudge and everything mm -hmm. is actually really really hard totally but i i will say shout out to the og hairdressers that could get that highlight to the root with no bleeding and no oranginess mm -hmm. okay well moving on from this topic because i feel like we've just run types of techniques into the ground uh, was that english I'm trying to look at the paper while I'm talking to you. <laughs> Let me be. <laughs> you had your two flubs already, and normally it's reverse and it's me, so calm down. Um, no, okay, so let's, let's go. Let's just say being blonde isn't for the faint of heart. It's not, and you've already said that, and now you've said it again, but we'll take it. Guys, I hope you love the amount of shit me and Bo give each other. Well, this is this is true love here. This is on a daily, I wouldn't go as far as saying true love. You are a shit-ass individual <laughs> but, for saying that. <laughs> I would say we like each other occasionally. Uh, anyways, let's get back into being blonde oh isn't God. for the faint of heart. Bla being blonde is not for the faint of heart. I think one thing people really need to understand is how to book as a blonde. I feel like on our schedule, sometimes people book certain sessions and depending on how you are as a stylist, you may like put your time schedules in to an area of time that you think works best for you. And people go in and they're like, oh, I want, it's a partial highlight. Why don't you give a little story about 
couple weeks okay. ago when you, you know, when I wasn't here, when you booked a couple clients, clients and you booked them on my timing. Yes. Very true. Okay. So just for reference, <laughs> Bo's been doing hair for about 20 years. <laughs> I have not. I have, but not in the sense of professional. So I booked my schedule in the salon according to how me and Bo book in the salon. And I overlapped my clients and had, you know, one person was going to come in and get their hair done. And then the other one was going to sit in the chair and then I was going <laughs> to switch them out. And it literally threw me for a loop and I was sweating. I couldn't have conversation because I was so focused on like getting them done. But book based, first of all, as a stylist, book based on your ability to do the job correctly. Correctly. Yeah. You, well, first of all, you never want to be rushing exactly. anyone. And Yourself or your client. Correct. And I've been doing hair for a long time, but I've always been fast at doing hair mm -hmm. for some reason. Like, I mean, I can whip out stuff. I mean, it's in guys come and book with us, please. And see his <laughs> magic. I get it's so unreal. many people that like get their hair done on Beverly Hills or like these mm -hmm. other big salons and stuff. And they're like, Oh my God, I got a partial highlight. I was there for six hours. I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> yes. what do they also like wax your ass and your chin and, and everything? Like what, what were it's they crazy. doing and for like, six we hours? We love all of our clients, but they and us don't want to be with each other. Listen, for six we're hours in LA people. I, we have we, things to do. We have things to do. Yes. I also do like a lot of boss bitches. Like mm -hmm. people, have jobs like they people need to be in and out 100%. nobody has time to be sitting for six hours you guys i literally shit myself one day when i first started working for bo because he came in i i came into work and he was like we have 12 clients today <laughs> and i was like and it's nine o'clock that's normal and we're getting off at six and we have 12 clients he was like yeah i shit you not you guys we bumped these people out by six o'clock we were off of work it's wild listen if you're good at what you do and you can multitask. Like I'm listen, I can talk to you, yeah. but I'm doing my work. Totally. Like I don't stop while I'm doing a foil to hear your story. Like I'm listening to you, but also I'm doing the work as fast as I can and as quality as I can so that you're not sitting here all day long. Yeah, definitely. Needless to say, different varieties of blonde book different appointments. Totally. So if you're someone that gets a standard highlight, and you know you like it almost to the root you get your base bumped mm -hmm. or you do a root color we're going to be seeing you every six to eight weeks 100%. depending on your regrowth how fast your hair grows things like that if you're more somebody that has a lived-in color if you're a balayage or if you're a teasy light or a root melt which is all these things that we covered so there will be a quiz at the end there will be a quiz at the um, end. <laughs> Just kidding. Teacher Bo, Mr. Kidding. Bo. Anyways, those people can go a little bit longer. They can go anywhere from 10, possibly 16 weeks. I mean, mm -hmm. we saw somebody today that I haven't seen in six months. Exactly. And so that's your lived in. It just really depends on how fast your hair grows and how much you want to upkeep it. Mm -hmm. But again, this is something that you can go over with your stylist to make a plan. Real quick, before we move on to our next point, can you please tell everybody what a base bump is? Because we just started doing that towards like the end of last year or me seeing it. People have been starting to request it. Exactly. So can you explain to everybody what a base bump is and like why it's beneficial or why you would do it? So essentially a base bump is just to blend the highlight into your natural color hair. So some people like a really bright highlight like we talked about before. Mm -hmm. But it's different from a melt, a smudge or a... Yeah. So a base bump is essentially going to move the color of your base. Mm -hmm. So it's going to lighten your base color. It's typically going to have some warmth because natural color hair that's lightened with hair color mm -hmm. will always be warmer 
Always. Always. Only yeah. way to achieve platinum is through a highlight. Yeah. If you're doing a bass bump or, you know, a root gray cover up mm -hmm. bass, it's always going to process a little bit warmer. But one thing that I like to do is after the highlights process, not to be confused with the root smudge because mm -hmm. the root smudge actually darkens the root to the level of the root mm -hmm. to blend in with the highlight. Yes. Are we, am I still like, do I, have I lost? No, everyone? you're 100%. Oh my gosh. And, and just to clarify, root smudge or a melt, that kind of stuff is done with a, demi a, a or demi semi. permanent mm -hmm. and it's not lifting anything that hasn't been it's colored straight already. depositing. Yeah, exactly. A base bump is going to bump your base. Exactly what it says. It's mm -hmm. going to lighten your base a smidge just so that you get that little bit of edge off of the root. Totally. So I like to do this typically after the highlight mm -hmm. and I like to do it wet to be honest, because you have more control over the lift and it dilutes the product, right? Yeah. So it'll kind of give you a bit of like a blending and also lifting the root mm -hmm. a teeny bit. So, and you only leave it on for, I like to leave it on two, three minutes yeah. the most because I don't want it to ever get into that orangey situation. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I'll start with a, you know, lighter color in the back and then work towards the front that way it all processes evenly mm -hmm. and you get that little bit of base bump so it just takes the edge off totally by lightening your root just a teeny bit and also blending one more thing i was gonna say too is this makes a very valid point for people like me who before starting in a salon was toning their hair at home which i wanted to mention because we went over toners how are you toning your hair at home with the infamous t18 guys what i learned that's sick. When I came into the salon is there's a difference when it comes to toners. There is a deposit and there is a toner that lifts. Everybody who uses T18 at home, if you are highlighting your hair and you are then putting T18 onto your highlighted hair. First of all, hair, I've never heard of this in my life. What are you talking about? We've, T18? Wella, T18. What? Wella T18. It's what everybody goes to Sally's and buys. First of all, are you serious? We First of all, don't do your own hair at home. <laughs> don't do your own hair. We've talked about this. So T18 is the Wella toner that everybody buys, but it's not a deposit. Yeah, it's so a lift. It's a lift. So for everybody at home, it's Bo, it's like Because the then you're standard. just giving everyone brassy roots. It's the standard across the board for people who do it at home. They always go and oh, get T18 or they get T14, which is like an ashier blonde. But if you have highlighted hair and you put that T18 all over your highlights. Which Muddy. You, it tur it lifts your other hair color. So mm -hmm. you go from having this beautiful blonde lifted hair to having blonde lifted hair that is toned ash. With orange roots. With orange roots. Sick. It's disgusting. Sick so me out. just a little tip. Don't do that. Also, just a little tip. Don't do your own hair at home. 100%. Thank you so much. Unless you're you a so hairdresser, don't also, do it at home. Also, like, if you do your own hair at home and then you come to someone to fix it, be expected to pay because fixing something mm -hmm. costs three maybe more times the amount than it actually costs to get it done correctly. 100, 100%. Let's move on from that. I feel like we're just like really, we, we really ground that into the ground. We're really like making, <laughs> what are we making? Tell me. I don't know. We're just making an ass of ourselves at this point. I feel like people are getting so much, um, what's it called out of this education? God, what did you put in these cocktails? It's the coin trowel. It's the coin trowel. The coin trowel. Oh my God. Okay, so let's go into how to maintain your blonde at home. Not how to do your blonde at home, but how to maintain it after you leave the salon. Absolutely. I mean, you skipped a whole section, 
But well, I feel like you were saying we were beating it to a corpse. <laughs> so I just went ahead and like said, okay, screw that. Okay, we'll go over it really quick. Okay, so basically, as I was talking about the toner, a toner. No, or, we're we're skipping the toner. This we've is already done the so toner. Confusing. No, I gave my little spiel about T eighteen. I feel like every time I hear toner now, it's from that Pitch Perfect when you like are hot for one of those people from the Pitch Perfect, like the guys side. A toner. <laughs> oh my god. We should have a Pitch Perfect marathon. I love Pitch Perfect. Okay. Anyways, let's move it on. Let's We're go. We're gonna say what to expect to pay. Honestly. This is something that I can't really 100% answer. It's hard. This is going to be based on your hair type, your hair length. Are you doing any correcting? There's All so I can factors. say for this is if you want to be consistent in what you're paying, then be consistent with your appointments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real quick question for you, though, because we talk about this a lot in the salon. When it comes to paying in a salon... What is your opinion when it comes to what people charge? Now, listen, I fully think that, like, if you think that you should be charging what you're charging, you know, for these Beverly Hills salons, all that kind of stuff, like, go for it. Because clearly people are paying for it. Right. But you and I just, we're not about the bullshit. We're like, this is what we know how to do. This is the service I'm giving you. This is the level in which I'm at in my career. Again, that's what I'm saying. I said, you're paying for my time, mm -hmm. my expertise, and literally leaving here with the perfect hair without ever having to worry about if you're going to sit in my chair and not get the perfect hair. Do you hair. feel like people abuse the system when it comes to charging their clients for certain services? I think some people can abuse the system, but again, I'm not here to say what people charge that again is up to the client. Totally. If the client continues to go to someone that's literally overcharging them for, you know, a partial highlight or three or four highlights. I mean, that's on them. That like, don't put that on yeah. me, Ricky. No, Bobby. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I mean, people aren't stupid. Like they can do their research and figure out who's paying what for what and totally. what they're getting. So I really can't say, like, I feel like, I've always charged a fair price yeah, and I've gotten people in and out of here quickly and charged what I think is fair for my expertise and also for my consistency. Cause mm -hmm. I really think consistency is the key Yeah, because you can go to someone and get fabulous hair color or something. And then the next time they can totally botch it. Totally. So I think it's fair to charge a price that your client knows that they're always going to be leaving with great hair. I love that. Okay. Well, now getting back to the point of what I was going to talk about before you said I skipped ahead 3,000 steps. Well, I'm just going to keep drinking. <laughs> okay, perfect. How to maintain your blonde at home. Not how to do it, but how to maintain it. My favorite thing is a purple shampoo. And I've fallen in love. Shout out to Fanola. Fanola, we love you. Bo introduced me to this purple shampoo. It is literally the purplest of purple things you've ever had in your life. It's, <laughs> it's more purple. It'll stain your fingers, it's your shower, than and Barney. your soul. Yes, it, it made me start doing my nails because I couldn't bear walking around with purple fingernails. But it works amazingly. However, people abuse. They abuse it to a pulp. They purple do. shampoo. You are not supposed to, if you're a blonde, do not shampoo your hair with purple shampoo every single time you wash your hair do not do that it should be done about every other week one time if needed if needed and also if you have a problem purple shampoo and you're if your hair looks purple after you're using too much and you're leaving it on for too long well, mix it in with your regular shampoo mm -hmm. 
put it into your hair. If you have extensions, do not you. If you dare put that purple shampoo in your extension <laughs> Please hair, God. do not ever speak to us. <laughs> Please do not it apply horrible. purple shampoo directly to blonde hair. Yes. You will have purple extensions and or blotchy purple sting 100%. extensions. Best way to do it as a blonde mm-hmm. in general, shampoo with a clarifying shampoo first. So you're going to get all the dirt, yep, Yep. dirt and grime off of it, which is probably the main reason that your hair is getting, you know, dull or brassy looking to begin with. Because let's be honest, anybody that's in LA, we know that our water is Mm -hmm. shit ass. Our air is shit ass. I mean, I learned shit ass from my mother-in-law. She's the best. Kathy, love you. Love you, Um, She always says shit ass. But literally (laughs) the water here is so shit ass. Mm -hmm. It's depositing minerals onto your blonde. So if you're not using a filter on your shower and you have blonde hair, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because 100%. there are so many minerals that come through that hard water and it's just directly depositing into your blonde hair. So what I recommend is using a clarifying shampoo first, and then you can either go in with a purple shampoo or a purple conditioner after, mm-hmm. but only once only after you've already clarified that shampoo, because otherwise if your hair is still dirty and you're applying that purple shampoo to it, you're only making it darker because why? Purple shampoo is ash. Yep. And as if we've learned anything from this episode, mm-hmm. ash is dark. Well, really quickly too, I learned this. There's also blue shampoo. I love a blue for shampoo. For blondes. Mm-hmm. So please tell everybody what a blue shampoo is. Well, does. technically blue shampoo was designed mm-hmm. to eliminate you know, orange tone. So typically for a lot of brunettes, but I actually love to mix a blue and a purple together yeah. because then the colors kind of balance out each other totally. and you end up with a brighter blonde versus because an ashier purple blonde. is meant for yellow. Blue is meant for orange. Right. But you join them together and they kind of neutralize everything. Right. It's like almost like using like a nine N and a nine V because nine yes. N also has blue in it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is some chemistry stuff that we'll get over later. But listen, if you have blonde hair, please just clarify it first. Absolutely do not be using purple shampoo more than twice a month. If you are, it's because your hairdresser didn't lift your blonde high enough. And you also have a shitty hairdresser who didn't tell you how to use purple shampoo. So on to the next. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm we, just, listen, I'm a reflection of the guy I work for. We so. beat that to death. <laughs> Washing your hair, just in general, I recommend two times a week max. I know a lot of people work out or have a problem with that. Hey, Dolly. Dolly. Did you want to be on the episode? Honestly. Hi, girl. Hey, sweet girl. She's like, hey, I want to be on the episode. Speaking of blonde, Dolly doesn't use a purple shampoo. This natural. If you've ever seen my girl, she's my youngest girl, Dolly. I mean, her hair is whiter than anything I've ever seen in my life. You can follow them at how Mary met no, Sally. No, when Mary met when Sally. When Mary met Sally. Hello, hello Dolly. Dolly. Yes. Anyways, two times a week, Max. We want you to have your natural oils in your hair. This is the best defense for your hair's brittle dryness. Nothing's going to be better for that than your own natural oils. If you have to wash more than twice a week, please be using some sort of leave-in conditioner mm-hmm. like a K-18. 100%. Or... Guys, K-18, shout out K-18 because we have learned to really fall in love with that product. Yeah. The leave-in specifically. Leave-in, the you mask. Know. It's amazing. You can switch it out for your conditioner. Do that once a week. 
it'll keep your hair from breaking off. Yeah, guys, do not, and I repeat, do not use a rubber band. That was kind of muffled. Rubber band. <laughs> rubber band. Do not use a rubber band. Well, don't use any, th- any sort of elastics in your hair mm-hmm. that are going to be too tight that have the possibility of breaking your exactly. hair off. We love the hair ties that are those little jelly ones or the the fabric yes use those those are amazing they're not going to break your hair off also please stop putting your sunglasses on top of your head especially i mean listen if you have the (sighs) ones that are just like plastic that don't have the little like metal nose things that leave you with those literally imprints just sent shivers down my spine thinking about like, visualize this. Everybody listen to me while I'm talking. Visualize. You take your <laughs> aviator Why sunglasses. Why are you yelling at everyone? You take your aviator sunglasses off of your face. You're driving through the desert on a freeway. That's beautiful. You put them on your forehead, right? The sun's not there. Oh, the sun's coming back. You bring them down to put back over your eyes. And you pull off the four strands that you have left in the front of your are head. Are we talking about you? Have I felt the pain before? 100%. (laughs) But I don't do it. I haven't done it in years. But just think about all those little baby hairs that are in in your car that you pulled off off of your sunglasses. That whole front hairline is already the most fragile hair on the head. So if you're sticking metal, you know, from your sunglasses Mm -hmm. in it and then you're ripping it out, guess what? You're always going to have front hair breakage. Yeah. And at one point, they won't grow back. Well... Once if you, you keep pulling them out of the follicle, they will not grow back. Once you reach a certain age as well, they don't come back. <laughs> let's let's just breeze through this because I feel like, listen, if you're on this planet and you're not using a leave-in heat spray yes. when you're blow-drying your hair or before you're curling your hair or using any hot tools, like, d- don't even come at me and tell me your hair is, like, feeling brittle or broke. 100%. Like, there's so many amazing products out there we carry almost every product from leaf and flower from brazilian blowout we have so many amazing things cbd it's going to seal the cuticle it's going to help your hair dry 50 percent faster it's going to keep that humidity from getting into your frizzy ass hair totally anyways dm me if you want to know more because we're beating this to a dead horse all right Bo, let's move on please let's talk about what products and tools are harmful to blonde hair let's talk about the the bad stuff well the rules of hair care are simple and <laughs> finite. Any Cosmo girl would have known. <coughs> I know her. I know her. Are you dying? Miss Reese Witherspoon. Listen, Miss we love Elle How do we not quote Legally Blonde twice in a blonde podcast? You literally can't not. We quoted her in our first podcast, I think. Well, she's the best. The thermal high glycolate. Thermal high glycolate. <laughs> Anyways, the best way to not ruin your blonde hair is to use a sulfate-free shampoo and conditioner, avoid heat styling tools, and use a deep conditioning treatment once a week. Additionally, you should... I'm just reading this straight up, you guys, because... Guys, we're not going to be lying to you. We have some facts that we needed to mm-hmm. put down on These the These are facts. Read. Yes. Additionally, you should use a heat protectant spray before using any styling tools and use a leave-in conditioner to help keep your hair hydrated. We have gone over so many times. We have all the tools and products for you here If you guys have any questions, I literally have every styling product known to man Mm -hmm. from Brazilian Blow and Leaf and Flower. Also, K18. We have a million things. If you're not using these things and you're coming to your hairdresser and you can't understand why your hair is breaking or brittle, then that's on you. And like that, he just said it. So (laughs) on to the next. (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about this real quick. We'll breeze through this. Very important for blonde hair. 
you need a leave-in spray, and our our go-to and tried and true use on that. every client is leave-in flower. Okay, we're gonna skip that. Well, I just said that. Why well, wish she would have just given me like a wink or something to well, let me know we're going past it. Anyway, I don't know how to wink. Let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> Summer's upon us, so here are some summer tips to avoid damage and discoloration to your hair. We keep stressing this, obviously, in every episode. How to use sunscreen as a blonde. Very importante. Do not use a sunscreen that has abovent... Abo... <laughs> I can never say it. That's why I was looking Freaking at it. you. <laughs> abobenzene in it. Do not use a sunscreen that has abobenzene in it because it, was li- it will literally change the color of your blonde hair, especially for people with extensions. You will end up with Bose high school freshman year <laughs> pink... Shaman, as you Shaman. said. <laughs> Hair color. Please avoid that, you guys. It's a very simple thing. You can use anything like Kula. Neutrogena has some products. Just make sure that Avobenzene is not in the product list. Also, ladies and gentlemen. Well, more for ladies because, gentlemen, you know what? Your hair is going to grow off. I can cut it out. Yeah. Ladies. Ladies, especially with extensions. Your dreams of swimming in a chlorinated pool are over are over you either get to have gorgeous long flowing extensions Mm -hmm. blonde and not swimming in a pool it's a sacrifice make the sacrifice (laughs) i mean listen you can't have both 100 chlorine is literally the worst thing you could do to any blonde oh god it is going to i mean there's like copper properties in the water that can turn your hair into that you know that greenish Fucking god. You know when people have a color. baby and they change their diaper, that shit ass green. Yeah, it's terrible. Do you want that on your head? Well, first of all, I, I feel like every if anyone's ever been blonde their whole life, they've experienced that chlorine green, is yeah. what I call it. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Chlorine green. Let's harmonize. One, two, three. Chlorine green. What am I, the base? The last was great. Well, it's because I always get confused because I think you're going to go high because you're musically talented. Well, when they go high, we go low. <laughs> so I went high <laughs> so you kidding. could stay low. Oh, uh, yes, continue. Anyways, chlorine, it's terrible. Don't go in it. If you do happen to get into it and you do have extensions, you're going to have to replace your extensions. You it's guys, just a fact. If you're going to go into a pool, simple facts, put your hair up on your head with conditioner Especially if you plan on dunking your head, at least put a barrier on. Please there. don't dunk your head. Don't in the dunk pool. it. But I'm just saying, you can't even talk to a girl or a guy after they've had a few tequila shots and they're in Mexico and they're really feeling their oats. I used to work in Vegas at a pool, and you just watch it all happen. Listen, yeah. we had to literally drain the pool every night because it was. I I, can't, I don't even want to. I'm know. not even going to tell you what Bo, was in that pool. But listen, this is another. Don't kind of dunk your face or your hair in that pool. Is all I'm ever. saying. But if you are going to be doing that, here are some precautions you can do. Put your hair up, put conditioner or leave-in spray to avoid getting it wet at all costs. But if you, if you do it, adds in layer of protection. And if you do get it wet, just make sure you immediately leave the pool. You wash your hair with shampoo and conditioner, preferably a clarifying shampoo. Because it's going to get all the grit out and all the chlorine out. And then you want to make sure that you apply another leave-in into it to help rejuvenate it or if you're on vacation with your honey or mm-hmm. with your girlfriends and <laughs> you go to the pool your honey or your girlfriend and you're a little ratchet that day that was giving me bonquiqui <laughs> i love bonquiqui 
He wants a number three super size on your brains. <laughs> uh, reminds me of my sister. <laughs> Shout out, Brookie. We Shout love out, you. Listen, if you are on vacation or something, you're in the pool, your hair turns green. Listen, you can try to do a mixture of a certain Linda, things. Linda. <laughs> you can use some baking soda and water to help remove the green color. Mix mm. a fourth cup of baking soda with one cup of warm water. Apply it to your hair and leave it for 10 minutes. This is like... A long, long, long secret mm-hmm. that everyone's had. Sometimes you can use tomato paste. But, but I was gonna, I was literally gonna ask you. But what do you always tell everybody else? Well, listen. Tell us your story. <laughs> no, Bo has a story about all his girlfriends in college. No, it was high school. Oh, high school. Listen, okay. All my listen. I grew up in Marietta. All my girlfriends were blonde. They were so cute. They'd come over to the pool. All of them would end up with green hair mm-hmm. after because the pool was so chlorinated. There was one time they all came over. Everyone's hair was green. They were freaking out. My aunt told me to put tomato paste in their hair. So literally I had like five girls in my bathtub, which normally you would think would be like amazing, but not as a gay man. If that's not a frat boy's (laughs) wet dream, I don't know what is. Not as a gay man. I was also in high school (laughs) and I was actually more worried about their hair being green than them being in the bathtub. I mean, they were fully clothed, let's be honest. And also if they weren't, I wouldn't care. Um, But I started pouring tomato paste all over their hair. And honestly, the acidity from the tomato paste took out the green in their Mm. hair. It was like a miracle. But anyways, long story short, if you have hair extensions or if you have blonde hair... Stay the hell out of the pool. And you're an adult and you can hold your liquor, please don't get chlorine in your hair. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. Okay, well, let's move on. We're going to wrap up this episode. We got some questions last week that we need to answer. Let's get into it. Let's get into them. How long does it take to get blonde after being dark. Can I try and answer this? <laughs> I was going to say, go for it. Okay. After my extensive stint in school, as well as working for Bo, it depends on where we're starting from. Do you have permanent hair color? Are you a natural dark? Or has somebody used a semi in your hair? Interesting. That is going to determine how blonde you can get after being dark. Because one of the things that Bo taught me is that when we're transitioning from our winter or our summer to our winter, a lot of times we will just go straight into using Shades EQ. You can come in and get a gloss. It'll last you up to 20, 25 washes. No. 15, 20 washes. No. 12 to 20 washes. Maybe like 12 to 13. 12 to 13 <laughs> washes. See, we're still learning, guys. But we listen, can all you're learn doing great. But basically... The ideal way to do it is if you know that you are somebody who likes to go blonde when it hits spring and summer, when you're transitioning into your winter dark color, you want to use something that's semi-permanent or a demi-permanent because that's just going to add a deposit on top of the blonde you already have, and it's going to be able to be broken through when you reapply bleach. If you are somebody who has dark hair coloring, this is a lot of times for color corrections or somebody who's used box dye that's going to take a couple of sessions. So when you're going into a salon... A couple of sessions, more like a couple of years. Well, very true. But if you have a talented hairdresser, they're going to figure out how to manipulate it. Listen, I don't care how talented you are. If you have black box dye in your hair... Well, yes, black box dye. It is going to take you two plus years minimum to to get that out. out. Totally. Because, and you're going to be living in a blonde state that will probably die more of like, you know, a caramely Mm -hmm. brown or something like that. But do not expect expect to have one strand of blonde hair 
on your head for totally. two to three years. Totally. You have to understand that when you come in as somebody who has dark hair, especially if you've not been with that stylist before, that first lift, and normally they'll do a test run, is going to determine where they can go from there. Yeah. If you're feeling like you want to be dark over winter, A, get yourself a wig. Mm -hmm. B, do just a few low lights. Get yourself a root smudge. Let it be a little more lived in. It doesn't totally. have to be to the root. But make sure that you're not literally shooting yourself in the foot or shooting your stylist in the foot when it comes spring or comes summer. 100%. Well, what's another question we got, Bo? What is the best way to start going platinum? Well, and I you're mean, you. I would call Bo and like, let's not like hype him up too much. King of blondes. You're fired. For a compliment? Jesus You said don't Christ. hype me up too much. Oh my God. That's what you're worried about? <laughs> I literally just gave you the compliment of a lifetime. I retract my statement. No, Listen. you literally are the king of blondes. And although you're kind of rude sometimes to me, you're very nice <laughs> to our clients. <laughs> so It's so like fun I, to be rude to you, though. <laughs> I know. You know, it's because we're not... We don't have love for each other, clearly. We just have a, a very high light. I just like to talk shit about you. <laughs> but what um, is the best way to start going blonde? I mean, the best way to start going... It just totally depends. I mean, are you brunette already? Mm -hmm. Are you blonde already but wanting to go blonder? Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll just cover all of these situations since this yeah, question is no, a little bit big. Definitely do. Mm -hmm. I think you should do it in the sense of like if, you're a, if you have dark hair, if you have brown hair. And How about you, you just let hair. me do it? Every time I go through and edit so, this episode, I ask you a question and you cut me off so rudely. Thank God you pay for my lifestyle. Go for it. Continue. Listen, if you're dark, if you have dark hair naturally, yes, and you want to start going platinum, no problem. Probably take me anywhere from two to five sessions, depending on, because listen, everyone's hair develops differently. Mm -hmm. So at some point, I mean, there's sometimes I've even surprised myself. Like someone came with natural dark hair, never been touched. Yeah. I could probably get you platinum two or three set mm -hmm. sessions. Sessions. I don't know how to say <laughs> that word. Previously dark hair, forget about it. Grow your hair out until all the dark hair is out mm -hmm. and then start that process because... Honestly, you're just going to be paying to lighten your previously dark hair that's going to end up getting cut off. Yeah. Because honestly... You're paying me to fry your hair. Well, the thing is, I mean, I'm just being honest. 100%. Like, if you're coming in with previously dark hair and you've been darkening it for a long time and you're wanting to go lighter, it's it's going to take 100 sessions. And by the time you get to that 100 session, you're going to be cutting that hair off yeah. anyways. I kind of stop saying 100%, but yes, you're correct. If you already have blonde hair, mm -hmm. bravo. Great start. <laughs> Good for you. Great start. Not bad at all. This is probably going to take you maybe two sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, again, this is depending on the hairdresser, but that's very doable, I would say. But all of these things, you guys, don't expect them to be cheap. These are color totally. corrections. Mm -hmm. Color corrections can start for some people in the thousands, not so much for me. So if you're needing a color correction, I'm happy to do that for you because I pretty much based my whole career on doing color corrections. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can ex probably expect two to three sessions for that at least anywhere from 500 plus a session. And that's just kind of how it goes because of the amount of product that you have to use and the amount of time that you're going to be spending on it. Totally. Last question we got was, what's your worst experience blonding somebody? What is your worst experience blonding somebody? Because you're like, 
you're a couple years into blonding people. Yes, yes, very true. What um, about Micah? I don't know, like how Micah, was... My, I was literally, it was coming out of my mouth. And I hate to say it, but listen, I've, I've, as a hairdresser, if you've not blonde your best friend and their hair is not fried off, you're probably not their best friend. This is true. Because you haven't blonded them enough. During COVID, which is, I started try, I started coming in and working with Bo right before COVID happened. So he gave me like a little kit when COVID happened. He was like, pick it up at the front door. Don't knock. Don't ask. I'm not here. <laughs> don't um, ask. Don't tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I brought it home and he was like, this is, you know, everything that I can give to you. Text me if you have questions. Da, 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 da. So I was blonding myself. I was blonding Micah. And I did really good the first time, but it was the portion of time in between blonding, which Micah had some of her fault. Because you let it go too far. Well, no, no, no. Because I didn't let it go far enough. Interesting. Because Micah loves to be blonde at all times. And right. because we were at home all day and we weren't going out and there was nothing to like consume So you just minds, kept slapping bleach on her head. It was literally like, I think, maybe three weeks, if that. And she was like, I hate my roots. Da, 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 da. No, you know what? Screw that. My worst blonding experience was on myself during COVID. Because <laughs> I... Went ahead. <laughs> Guys, I grew my hair out so long during COVID. It was down to my chin. I don't believe and it. And it was. And I was doing this huge... We're going to have to post a picture. I will post a picture because I have a great one. I look fucking stunning. Wow. And, Leo. And, yes, very true. But, <laughs> no, because I know this picture. I can see it in my head. Mackenzie's in it, too, and she will tell you. It's our best one. And I just hated the root. root. You know when, like, as a guy... You have platinum blonde all over, and the slightest roots grows out, and you're just like, why? I love a root. No, you do. Okay, well, not Bo, anyways. Me. <laughs> I decided, I was like, you know what? Like, I think we were having a party, like a COVID party or some shit like that. Oh, you were a super spreader. I was, no. I've only been with one person in my entire life that long. It's Micah. No, a super spreader. <laughs> I know what it you're, means. You're it was a joke, you ass. Well, it didn't sound like a joke. <laughs> ah, it was a joke. See, I'm a good actor. No, anyways. Or a terrible joke teller. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I decided to bleach my hair because I wanted it, it to be fresh. I started cooking and forgot I had bleach on my hair because I had hit that point of numbness on my scalp. Right. Went into the shower. When the adrenaline kicks yes, in. Yes. Went into the shower and it was like a horror movie. I was washing my hair and I was like, oh my God, I forgot I had this on, da 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 Chunks were falling out of my hair. I looked like Chucky. <laughs> Not Chucky. Chucky. I had pieces of hair that were down to my chin. I had pieces of hair that no, were No, you looked like that girl that you said in the first episode. God, somebody <laughs> told us her name. Nicole. Nicole. You're, Nicole. Dang it, now I can't remember. Us. Not an, It's Angelica's Angel doll from Rugrats. I know, we didn't remember. Damn it. Anyways, that's what you looked it. like. Anyways, I had just like, and I had four distinct bald patches the size of like, I can't even think of the size of it. Like, if you take like a can of hairspray and put it to my head, that circle was four patches all around Shit my ass. head. So I decided to just shave it all off. It was a look after I shaved it, for sure. It was a look. I liked it. Yeah. But that was my worst bonding experience on myself. So now I will never do that again. What's yours? I mean, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I begin? Where do I begin? <laughs> I mean, the first one that comes to mind is I, I lived with a couple girls mm -hmm. in college. 
thank God for them. They saved my life, Joy and Caitlin. Shout out to Joy and Caitlin. We love them. You know, and they had a built-in hairdresser. Yeah. So, you know, we were just always experimenting. Joy went from red to blonde to brown to red to black to blonde. And then Caitlin was rocking that black underneath the blonde and then i tried to Wait, make the, the bl- bottom part that's like dark underneath yes like, that oh. was the thing in that time i can't you had the black underneath with the blonde on top and all the things and we would drive out to hence salon in marietta mm-hmm. and literally i would like work on them like late night we drive on long beach by the way what's that drive like like literally i don't know at that time i was like an hour and 30 minutes or something. It was like a long time. It's a long time to do your hair. Anyways, I mean, I can't even think about something, but there is one time. (laughs) Poor (laughs) The giggle. Poor poor Joy. I mean, listen, this is like pre-me going to hair school. This is when I was still going to Long Beach State, like president of my fraternity, Sigma Alpha. What were you going to school for? Communications. Everybody goes to school I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer. I would have been good. You would have been good. Anyways, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> I know personally you had been cutting them people left and right because I feel cut left and right every time we leave this podcast. Well, you know, Joy, so sorry. I think this was like the third time we went from blonde <laughs> to red and back to blonde. And, you oh know, God. I was like, great, 40 volume. Let's go. 40? I didn't know any better. I was like, oh let's just God. get that red out of there. Needless to say... I fried all her bangs off. <laughs> like, all of them. Like, to the root. No. Like, to the root. But then, let me tell you, I invented... <laughs> so she went from a forehead to a seven head. No, her forehead is so... I mean, she starts out with, like, a two head. So okay. she probably went from a two head to a forehead. So she you a, gave her a normal forehead. She has a very teeny forehead. Okay. So she, like, had a normal forehead at that point, but... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I Joy, li- we love you. <laughs> I literally fried off every last piece of hair on her front hair. Oh, section. my God. <laughs> um, Were you But dying? listen, this is where I invented the glue-in bang. The glue-in bang? Yes, because back in the day... This is for another episode. We'll save this for the extension. I've episode. done glue-in... Well, I yes. did all the, it was all the rage back then. We Shut did the glue up. and extensions. So we could, you know, that glue from Sally's. Yeah. And so I used to just glue her a bang right in. Shut up. And she rocked that glued just in. Just a weft stuck to yeah, her forehead. Yeah, one weft glued in. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, kind, it was like kind of back, you know, so you didn't okay. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just like kind of glued one in and, you know. That's probably oh my god! It's probably the worst thing I've, I've ever done. I've never in my life heard of a glue in bang. She was also my state board model, which Iconic. they don't even have anymore. We don't have that. And I cut her hair the night before, and I was like so nervous. And she was like sitting there telling me like, "Wash your fucking hands, wash Smart. your hands." That's a good. Or she because we That's studied together. Friend. We studied together, so she'd be like, kind of give me like a wink <laughs> or like signals. these like signals, like, "Oh, you dropped that. Like, wash your hands or whatever." You'll never understand. No. Because you don't don't even have to have a live model. Nope, not at all. Which, thank God for me. You're fucking welcome. Oh, God. Anyways, this was a lot of fucking information. It was. But you know what? What I will say is the feedback we've gotten is people really enjoy the knowledge that we're giving them. Well, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) She's amazing. I feel like I go into school and I'm just like fucking ready. People are like asking questions. I'm like, God, listen to our podcast, please. (laughs) Anyways, uh, we're done, boring, you guys. But you know what? Cocktails are empty. We. Oh God! I just. Oh my like, God! Who are you, Cameron? I just it again. smacked the mic like you did. To wrap this up, don't forget, we are 
literally one week away from mm-hmm. picking out winners of so our exciting. giveaway for our makeover. So yes. make sure you guys comment and like on our Instagram. We're going to be picking, you know, one person every month. Definitely. And doing a hair makeover. And if you share our reels on Instagram, you get an extra entry. Share all the stuff. Make sure you tag us. We are Dying Podcast. And we cannot wait to choose one lucky winner to come in and get beautified by the yes, both of us. I got you. Well, mostly me, but blown out by Cameron. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Anyways, we love you so guys. so much. We love you guys. I'm sorry this was so long-winded, but you know what? Sometimes factual shit is. So exactly. anyways, grab You're another welcome. cocktail, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> fuck my life. <laughs> We are dying to hear from you. So be sure to follow us on social media at We Are Dying Podcast and submit your questions for next week's episode. We'll be choosing one lucky winner every month from Instagram to have a seat in our chair and win a fabulous hair makeover by us. Thank you so much for joining us during this hair happy hour. Meet us here every Monday for a new episode.